right, we are here in the hot dog aisle. And I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing, they got the 4th of July packs out, that's for sure. How about a nice German sausage? Yes. This time of year, you're going to have more macaroni salad or potato salad? I, I don't really dig macaroni salad. I'm a potato salad guy. Original or German style with a little mustard in I there? like a little mustard. I like a little mustard. There you go. Mr. Mr. Kibasa put mustard on his on his dog, and a little mustard in the German style sour, uh, German style potato salad. Would you go down the uh, Italian sausage or the beer brats? What would you do right now? I'd go beer brats for the fourth. I I think I think you might be right. You went down. To the fireworks store, and you bought every bottle rocket they had, and you got a couple rolls of firecrackers, and you got some smoke bombs, and you got the big tube of the C class, and you threw it all in the trunk, and you headed for the country. You got a cold case of beer, and a bag of ice, a pack of hot dogs, and something else, baby. But when you turn the corner, you realize. That you ended up in the sausage uh, Happy Independence Day, everybody. Coming straight at you. We're so busy that we're getting bringing in Mishy, and Mishy is so busy that he is at the grocery store right now, stocking up for the big midweek classic in America, no matter what you think about it. How you doing, Mishy? I am doing so fine, Mr. Kibasa. It's 4th of July. Next stop, 4th of July. I am uh, loading up on some provisions because to be provisionless in the sausage hut is not allowed. To be provisionless in in the 4th of July sort of week, as it were, is, is unacceptable. So if I seem subdued at times, um, it's me in line. But then again, it's me in line in the sausage hut, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. Me neither. There is a case of uh, we could talk about anything you want. We could, we can go follow up on the nonsense and the, and the division that happened last week. America, America, we got some commentary from uh, a number of you about some of the things we were talking about last week. And we are here today to straighten the subject out, to cause more controversy, and to buy some beer brats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. I said terrible things about Bill Murray, and I meant every one of them. Um, He, you know, I believe the commentary from last week was once a blank, always a blank, and I meant it. And that was last week. If Bill wants to come back up, you know, he's still a friend. We don't see each other all the time. And one of these times, you'll be in my part of the world, and I'll be sure to introduce you, if he decides not to be a douche, that is. <laughs> Speaking of sausage hut and douchery, it's very unusual that people take that stance on the sausage hut. Um, I find it very odd. It's usually um, love and bloom and don't break my heart, kind of like fantasy football like that. And, like Kiki D and Elton John, uh, bruh. That was... Uh, you know what I remember from that? Because I was alive back then. I remember uh, Dick Clark 
had a program, not the Midnight Rockin' Eve with Dick Clark. He had a program that made him famous called American Bandstand. 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 And uh, on Saturdays, it was on, and evidently America watched it. I don't get it. One summer day, there was a guy, and I'm saying, well, who the heck is this? And there's a girl singing that had this uh, sort of uh, ice skater sort of bowl haircut, Pete Rose and all that bowl haircut. And they sang... Uh, Whatever song we were talking about, John and Kiki D. What song was that again? I won't again? go breaking your heart. Oh, that's Don't go it. breaking could, my heart. I won't go breaking could, your heart. And then I couldn't if I tried. And then some other nonsense song, you know, in words. We could we could come up with our own lyrics. But right now, I am next in line at the checkout. And there's a Blondie song about that. And I think it's hanging on the telephone. And then, and then where you're at, they don't even bat an eye if you're on a podcast in the shopping store because everybody's on their own podcast where you're at. Everybody's in the grocery store walking around, getting hot dogs, and being on their own podcast because everybody's a superstar in their own minds on the 4th of July. I can, I can, I can, I can give a little intel here. I am, I am in line with the nicest person who works at a food store, and the person in front of me has like more chicken breast scissors mm. packed up and ready to go. And I could tell that's what they're cooking on their holiday. Keep it off the grill. You'll dry them out. Keep them off the goddamn grill. Well, how are you supposed to cook chicken then, Mr. Kilboss, if you don't put it on the grill? Par, you parboil it. You you parboil it. And, and you got to have it on the bone. Don't get, if you're going to get breast, get the... You, don't get breast. Get chicken leg quarters because they're cheaper and bigger, and they take the sauce better. Parboil those and then finish them on the grill with the nice sugary barbecue sauce. That's what I'd do. That's what I would do. I believe that's what the people in front of me could do, too. Miss Marva already knows I'm on the telephone and she thinks yeah. that I'm being mean. Fourth of July in America. Fourth of July podcast right now. Just so you know. If I break anything, it'd be accidental. No, there's video cameras on me right now. Tell her if she comes Let's back to your place, you can get her if the cholesterol is high, so on my T-shirt. You come to this Aldi store, and all you can do is like hope that the person in front of you has a credit card that works. Because, brother, I may be here a while. <laughs> Just as long as they don't decide to write a check. Ah, you imagine? Are you imagine? Yeah. Hey, let's go try and help. Swipe your card for him, Mishy. Can't be more than 20 I, bucks. You're no, you know, the magic is good. A little bit of patience and the magic is good. And that's that. Do you I have cloth ask, bags or do you have the Aldi's plastic bags? Uh, no, I am a, I bought the original Aldi's cloth bags. And every time I'm in here, people are looking at me funny. And I say to them, I say, these are original Aldi's bags. Mishy on the street, everybody. Getting that's it done at Aldi's, putting his quarter in the old chain. Did you put your quarter in the chain for the cart and then put you, you get your quarter back afterwards? No, I um, I can't say I, I use a shopping cart. Oh. I'm going to hit the button that says cash back. Oh, he's going cash back, maxing it out. Yeah, I'll tell you what, here at Aldi's is very funny. It's better than going to the bank. Because if you go to a bank that isn't your bank, they take a fee. Here at Aldi's, they give me, you know, I just get food. They're Fantastic. happy to give you money. Well, they are. You know, it's a transaction, and I guess every transaction adds up. But, you know, I look at the paperwork, and it just does not say any uh, fees. Thank you. Appreciate you. Will I see you before 4th of July? Hey. You're closed on 4th of July. No. There's a reason why this is where we go shopping. This is not – it's just fun. So, anyway, you get your own cart. I mean, you get your own bag. And you walk in the store. Thank you. You too. And um, you get you put your stuff in the bag, and you get to the line, 
and then you take the stuff out of the bag, and very rarely do you spend thirty dollars because two bags equals like thirty dollars at Aldi's. There gotcha. you go. That's a good move. It fits my frugality in the sense that I can go to whatever food store is a food store. I can tell you why I call them food stores. You know why I call them food stores, Mr. Why Kibasa? do you call them food stores, Mishy? Because I can never remember the name. And, all right, yeah, it's uh, blah, blah. No, it's a food store. Which one? The one over there. Which one's over there? It's a food store. And it just goes around in a circle. It used to drive my grandmother crazy. Oh, here we go. I need something from the store. Food store? Yeah. All right, I get what you wanted. When I was driving, I used to get in the car and go, made her nervous. That boy could bring back anything. I don't know what he's getting this time. But I was well-trained. I don't know about you, but I was well-trained. As a young person, if I went to the store for Grandma and I brought the wrong product, let's say cottage cheese. Grandma wanted some cottage cheese with her grapes. And if I didn't bring the right kind, she'd send my home or ass back. This is not what I asked for. Go back and get me what I want. And what are you going to say? Sleep you, Grandma? I don't think so. I want some ice cream. I gotta be nice to Grandma. She's the one cooking dinner tonight, by the way. You gotta butter so up, go to, Grandma. Well, you know, it's like playing. You know, we talked about this. You're playing cards with Grandma. What do you do? You do not throw down four aces when it's the last hand and you want some ice cream. You know, you kind of eat those. You throw them back. Say, give me three, Grandma. <laughs> uh, you, you just dealt four aces and uh, you throw them all back. Why? Because you. You know, as we said, you want some of that whipped cream on that. Maybe if uh, Grandma's happy for winning, you might get some chocolate syrup. If Grandma plays, Grandma wins. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Because I think sometimes you learn a bit a bit about competitiveness and you want to win. But you really, you know, there are times where you just say to yourself, Grandma's going to win this. I don't care what happens. You know, you can say what you want to about it, but I'm very selfish about the whole thing. If I want some ice cream, I want some ice cream. Talk for Happy. 10 seconds. I've got to go unlock the door because there's rumors of an El Chapo coming to the Oh, place. there's El Chapo. All right, let's talk, about, let's talk about it. America, it's 4th of July. What songs do you want to hear, patriotic or otherwise, on 4th of July? What would your soundtrack be for July 4th night? You going all John Philip Sousa or maybe you going Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, whatever his name is? Maybe you're going to listen to some Pearl Jam and rock out. I don't know. There's a local band called Zarenda, and there's a free concert. Man, if you got a free concert, you're going to go to that. I'll tell you what. July 4th. I'm sitting in traffic, everybody. This intersection is very busy. I don't know about the rest of the world, but I'm kind of careful. People walk on the curb. Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, let's go try and make some horns blow. Let me fuck somebody up right oh. here. No need to get aggro this early in the weekend. No, everyone's quite civilized right now. But this, uh, there's times where you have to wait through the light at this particular intersection mm. if you're walking. Yeah. And there's no good reason to drive because you'll be sitting in traffic. And America, you heard uh, Michi walking slow. It's been a couple minutes, but I'm just about home. It's nice having a store close oh, by. That's, that's damn close by. That's literally right down the street. You know, think of the fossil fuel footprint, Mr. Kielbasa. That you're saving. Yeah. Doing some good. <laughs> Doing some good. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Michi has a zero carbon footprint. That's almost true. That's almost true. I, if I could not drive, I won't drive. For and the good of the earth. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess so. I guess so. You figured cars would have improved a lot here by July 4th, 2019. 
there's still uh, combustion engines running on fossil fuels. Not for much longer, though. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know. There's, it, I just, I call uh, automobiles, you know, death on four wheels because yeah. their capacity to do damage. Yeah. And people take it very lighthearted. Four tons of steel moving in my general direction when I'm trying to bicycle. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The new cars look kind of cool. They drive real well. The air conditioning is awesome. But still a carbon footprint. I don't know. Hey, I can get a car that gets 170 miles a gallon. Well, why do I even have to get a gallon if I can go 170 miles on nothing? I don't know. I don't know. It's time to rewire the world, America. We need better power supplies. Anyone agree? Disagree? Missy at Missy 108. And of course, Mr. Kilbasa, who's putting up with this. Missy on the street. Missy on the street. Walking down the street. Walking down the street. I don't know. I forget the words of the stupid songs. I just kind of remember the catchy melodies. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite habits right now. I am on my street, named after a president, a long dead president, who may or may not be on a U.S. currency. I don't know. And I am in the middle of the road. And I love walking down the middle of this road. Fantastic. Is there traffic the, going beside you on either side? Are you that I, I wouldn't do that. Oh. No, I wouldn't do that. I'm not that silly. But when I get the opportunity, you know, because I'm off the main thoroughfare, as it were, this country was not built on following uh, the dictates of one, you know, knucklehead over in England. We had to do our thing. Independence Day, people. What kind of independence do we really have? right now mr kibasa well we have all the independence we want from england i think (laughs) we have not independence from other things obviously so it's more of a what is it an existential independence well that's a very big word lack of existential independence well we're still you know sovereign nation that's a good thing after all this time hey i broke the bank here and bought some potato chips uh i was going to smile and be very american about the whole thing and eat some potato chips Please do. Sorry, sorry. I changed the subject here. I didn't mean to do that. Please continue. Existential. Yeah, that's it. No, it's America. United States of, you know, uh, previous programs, I uh, I went ahead there and uh, gave my presidential platform. That's what it's all about. I'd like to take the opportunity, possibly in a short while, to do the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Fourth of July. Fourth of July is on a Thursday this year. How many of you have taken the whole week off, either literally or existentially or uh, figuratively? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Mr. Cabasa, tell me true. After tomorrow, afternoon tomorrow, nothing's getting done for the rest of the week. Everybody took Friday off. A lot of people took Wednesday off and nobody's working Thursday. It's fantastic when holidays fall on these kind of days. Yeah, because you can steal you can steal a four or five day weekend, and you only got to take two PTO days. Well, let's let's be independent minded about this. You deserve these days. You didn't make the calendar. These days are ours. It's Independence Week, my friend. Week. Very similar to the way I celebrate my birthday these days. 
Mr. Kibasa. Birthday week. Oh, I'm working hard to get birthday month in. I'll tell you what. I know some girls that like to do that. Oh, it's my birthday month. Let's party. Okay. Oh, well, then I, I guess I'm, I guess I can go down that road, but I won't call it that. I'll stick with birthday week then. I, I want to be, you know. Yeah, I don't want to follow too hard. I just want to have a nice, you know, birthday time. I enjoy it. It's good. It's it celebration. Is. I used to call my mom and I used to call my dad on my birthday. Say thanks, guys. My father thought I was out of my mind. What the hell is the matter with you? Did you used to ask him what, how you were conceived? <laughs> No, um, no, no, ah, God, lucky enough to be here. You remember the greatest joke or the greatest insult you can really tell a guy? Do you remember this one? What's that? Best, best part of you ran down your mama's leg. Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, that's a... It's a rough one. It's a rough one. It but... is a rough one. You know, knuckleheads are knuckleheads, and sometimes you got to like understand that we're really fortunate to be here. You don't have to be such a knucklehead where you almost forced me to say something like that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what kind of knucklehead it would take? Nice, sensible, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Brown, bandwagoner, Michi. How much it takes for someone to drive me to even say something like that? The fact that I can say it, it might be a different story altogether. But I don't speak that way all the time. You could have vouched for that, can't you there, Mr. Kilbasa? I was going to say, I, I put a test and vouch in the same word. Can I try that again? Let's take two on that. Click. You could vouch for that, can't you, Mr. Kilbasa? Let's see if I can vouch for it. Let me take out my <laughs> voucher here and see what I got. Yeah, there you go. I can vouch for that. I can vouch for it. I'll vouch for it. Right. Nice. Nice. If I can only get parking validation, that easy, I'll tell you what. That'd be a good, good thing. So Independence Week, July fourth. Are you a uh, are you in a part of the world where they have parades and you kind of get to go to downtown and watch the VFW and the firemen and uh, everybody? Hopefully the yeah, hopefully the Shriners do their thing and the little go karts. Do they have those? Oh, the Shriners are the best. Those little guys running around in uh, go karts. I always wanted to be when I was a kid. I always wanted to be a Shriner because they had the go karts. But uh, then I found out what they did, and I was like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> What do they do? They take care of like burn victims. I mean, I'm glad they do it. Don't get me wrong, but I I couldn't handle that. Well, that's just personal. They um the Shriners people um um they have the hospitals that uh, take care of the young people. Yeah, with life threatening real problems. Yeah, and the, they do the bad it after, stuff. And they do it free of charge. Mm-hmm. Fabulous, man. You get it. You know, you, you want to buy. You want to buy a new Lexus because you got one last year and it's time for a new one? See, there's where the false pride comes in because you can make that tax deductible tax deductible donation to Shriners Shriners Hospital. Help a kid who needs it. Help a kid. Help a kid. Now let me, you know, get a pork sandwich or something on the side. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be all right. You like uh, pulled pork or do you like like the whole pork sausage? If you were going to have on Fourth of July. America, this is an open question. The subject is pork. You want to have, like, some sausage? You want to have frankfurters? You want to have American-style hot dogs? You want to be completely crazy and, and eat those non-meat hot dogs? What do you, tell me, what are you thinking you're going to do here this 4th of July there, Mr. Cabasa? 
I'm going with the American classic. I'm going with Nathan's on the cheap white buns. But actually, it, I'm only I'm going to do the cheap white buns unless they have the split tops, the nickel split tops. I love those. Mm. That aren't you know it looks like a top of a piece of bread that they split open as opposed to a hot dog bun. In in the hot dog in the hot, you know we call them diggity dogs every once in a while because we're we're just strange. Right. So sometimes you get when to, you're singing with your acapella group on the street corner over a barrel with a fire in diggity, it. Diggity, 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 diggity. And there's another one, you know, that knucklehead who did Family Guy took another one. Diggity, diggity, diggity. He changed it a little bit, and that was famous. Someone else. <laughs> so what? We're here on the Sausage Hut. I've listened to the past programs. If people are writing stories, we usually let enough uh, material out here for a book or two every time we speak, Mister Cabasa. I call it good source material here yeah. in the hut. Mm-hmm. So you have the traditional hot dog. Yeah. And do you call them hot dog or do you call them like me, special ed hot dog? How do you say it? Well, I, I know most people around you would say dog, wouldn't they? Yes. But you, yes, you've would. you've outgrown your accent. You've gone past I your have, there are words. There are words that I just say um, kind of mishy-like. Dog. You don't say hot dog. No, we don't say hot. I don't say hot dog. I'm from the Midwest. We say hot dog. Oh, you guys want? Hey, dog. you guys it's over here! Dog. You guys want some hot dogs? Do you like you your hot, hot dog? dogs burnt? I like mine a little charred. Do you like the? How do you like your hot dogs? Well, it doesn't Pick matter because you're gonna get them how already. I give them to you. Yeah, there's a ketchup Pick and man, ketchup and mustard over there, and there's some relish, and uh, Connie cut up some onions. So it's I never, oh. I never put. Growing up, I'd never wanted anything to do with relish or onions on my hot. I didn't even want ke- uh, mustard. I just wanted ketchup back then. But now, I'm a mustard man. Well, you have a connoisseur now. You know, you're more, much more developed palate, as it were. For my hot dog, yeah. <laughs> I like a brown mustard. I like a yellow mustard. It doesn't matter. I like, and I most of the time, unless it's the cheapest bun you can get, I don't like it raw. I don't like a raw bun unless they're really cheap. Like if you give me a hoagie bun or something like that, I want it toasted, and I want you to throw a, a slice of slice of Swiss or a couple slices of cheddar on there, and then just put it on the grill just long enough for it to melt a little bit and toast a little bit. Then double talking. up, double up my dog. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. There's, there's there's quite a few ways to get your diggity on and get your diggity dog on, and I have gone down the hot dogs with the cheese. I thought that was really good. I was down in the ATL. And I had the hot dog with the the coleslaw on it. Yeah, that's the one. What is that called again? <laughs> the ADL. I don't think my throat can say that. That's going to be how all the, the hip kids are going to say it. This is, we're ahead of the schedule, man. The ADL. ADL. What's and up, ADL? And we saw it on Espen. Yeah, Come on in. Hey, that wasn't me. I believe. Uh, is someone at the door? I believe Mr. so. Kibasa? Come on in. Is it the beer delivery man? I don't think I locked the door. There he is. Who's that? And the door Tell opens me. wide and El Chapo walks through. Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I'm dun, talking dun, to Mishy. Dun, uh, uh, <laughs> when El Chapo comes on, may I tell a story, Mr. Kilbasa? Hello. Hey. Plants and water are essential. I can't hear you, Mishy, but I can speak oh, to no. you. Oh, no. Plants and water are essential. <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny here. I gave him a spider plant months ago. 
Yes. And uh, it's still alive. Fortunately, spider plants are very forgiving. But I, I see the soil is very parched and the, and the spider plants looking, how, how should we say, less chlorophyll and more brownish? Wow. Now, I can't hear you, but I, I would bet that Mishy grows a few plants around the house, the, the homestead, and uh, they're probably pretty green. Probably has a Very. garden, a victory garden for all I know. Very. I have, uh, Mr. Mr. El Chapo, I have, my green thumb is so green, it's not funny. I can grow anything. Oh, am I plugged in Yeah. Yep. Hold on, maybe I'm going to be able to hear you in a hot minute. Well, you'll be able to hear in a minute. So you're telling me, Mr. Is he telling me that you're very now neglectful? Now El Chapo can hear you. you. So he's very neglectful, not only of the loving, live presence that were shared with him, but he's basically like like the black death and kills everything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't call it a black thumb. I would call it like a medium gray thumb. Oh, yeah. The gray matter seeping out. <laughs> the gray matter seeping it's out. It's going to die. It's going to die. Why water it? It's going to die anyway. Why yeah. water it? Now, see, I was proud of myself. I, I've kept it alive. It's grown. I put water, water in it like two Ooh. days ago. It keeps getting dry. I don't know, man. And did, you, did you clip off a baby? Is you growing that on your own? Did I give that to you? You too? did that. Okay, that's still in the water. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this one. <laughs> you <laughs> put it in some water. Mitch, I didn't hear you. Do, you. do you have some uh, house plants, a garden? I have um, cacti. I have the ge- I have the generic spider plants. I have uh, some green, non variegated things that are given me that everyone can like loop around their shower. Yeah, yeah. They so- grow. They grow for a bit, and I cut them and I put them in potted places and I put them everywhere. I have a room or two that I walk into to water, Mister Kilbasa, in the winter once a month house plants in the winter once a month in the summer when it's hot once every 15 days please make a note of it post-it notes that's what we need to do here uh, he needs to tattoo it inside his eyelids because obviously he's derelict and forgot his duties life it cleans the air it's refreshing it's nice and as long as the critters don't eat it you know you can have whatever house plant you want Certain you house go. plants you don't want you don't want your critters having. I don't get much, not much sunlight makes it into the hut though. Well, that's for I'll tell you what for the house plants he's describing and for the ones I'm describing you don't want direct light is the antithesis Amen. of an outdoor garden. You know they just want that they want a little love and sunshine that Kabasa. You know you're just like that eighty watt bulb that they, it's all they need, Mister Kabasa. They just need you to talk to them. He could he, he could just like crack the vertical blinds a little once in a while. <laughs> well, you know when you party when you party like a rock star all the time, you know perhaps you just like it that way. Yeah, you know. you wouldn't want a whole bunch of rays coming into the window and. No, you got to you know and the, and the you know that black light never really works very well. When <laughs> the shades are open. I know you got like a velvet Elvis Presley. And a velvet, like, sunshine moon thing going on in that party hut of yours. I had a I sweet, a really sweet Jimi Hendrix black, black light poster in college. UV rays, like, will devastate that, right? Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Mr. El Chapo, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Fire away. 
You got an outdoor garden this year, or are you an indoor gardener? I got both. I got the indoor plants, and then uh, at my girlfriend's place, we have the full-on vegetable herb garden flower Sweet. bonanza. Yeah. Sweet. You name what it. What kind of tomatoes? What kind of tomatoes you put up this year? Uh, we got romas and beefsteaks and cherries, sweet cherries. Beef have you steak. gone down the heirloom? Beefsteak. Have, have you gone down the heirloom aisle for your tomatoes yet? I have not. Have you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Would you swear by it? Yes. All right. Can... And you can grow some. Uh, I'm kind of picky. I kind of have a lot of fun. I'm big on the romas because I like making my own sauce. Exactly. Exactly. I have 16 Roma plants in the backyard as we speak. Whoa, whoa. Well, I pale with my three. <laughs> and we make, I think last year I had a little, I moved my spots. You know, I put the tomatoes on one side one year. You know, the squishy squash and the zucchini that grows, very standard stuff. And uh, switch them left to right, right to left. You know, because you can't plant the same stuff in the same ground. In the oh, same so you're place. in the ground. I'm in. I'm in buckets, and they they do pretty good in buckets, actually, black buckets. But you're in the ground, right? Yeah, I went ahead and uh, bought some dirt. There was a uh, big old garage that half of it fell down, and four forty yard containers for trash later. I had a flat surface, and I said, wow, there's no topsoil here at all. Yeah. So I brought in a boatload of uh, dirt and made a couple hills, made some raised beds, and I said, screw the raised. Who needs the raised beds? I'll just put some more dirt in here make some mounds. Okay. I grow uh, a – uh, what do I grow? I always grow zinnia. I got Cosmo out there for some flowers and some sunshine. I always say I'm going to grow marigolds, but I never do. I have second generation marigolds going this year. It's a beautiful thing. My yeah. uh, my zinnia, I put a big. Here's the thing. In the late summer and fall, there's the monarch butterfly migration season. That's right. That's right. And it's uh, it's such a much more fun program than anything you can see on TV. Yeah, Richard so, Attenborough. So Richard Attenborough can go to hell. Well, <laughs> he tries hard, but. <laughs> he's just reading. He's just reading the script. You know, he's not doing any of that. You're right. He's reading I, the script. I shouldn't be so harsh. You know, you know well, narrated by Telly Savalas. I thought that was David Attenborough. <laughs> Yo, baby, that's a butterfly. It's Yo, pretty, baby. huh? That's a monarch. Who loves you, monarch? I love you, pretty monarch. Come over <laughs> here. Have a lollipop. So I have an, any, I got butterfly bushes out there. Um, I got the milkweed that they need to like breed their eggs on. And it's a whole big science experiment out there. Damn, Um, you're on this monarch. uh, This is a, this must be a hot spot on their, on their migration, your backyard. I come to think that they've learned how to come back here. Yeah. Um, But really. Their feet smell the sweetness of the nectar, and the nectar they land on this stuff. They like the color, and I think it's just it's it's better than TV when they're around. So, you know, sunflowers are out there. I grow a, a patch of catnip because I I have two kitties, kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah. And uh, my kitties get fresh catnip regularly. 
Damn. And I send it to my friends all the time. Hey, you got a kitty? You want some catnip? Wow. Drives them crazy. You know what? Forget about the swallows return to the Capistrano. The, the kitties and monarchs return to Mitchie. And I got pictures to prove it. This might even be some videotape. You got some documentation. Oh, yeah. Right. He takes great pictures of monarch butterflies. See, I can keep up in this conversation a lot better than when we're doing the fantasy football. <laughs> Not have to look at notes either. I can, I can, like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Now we're talking about your fantasy gardening league. <laughs> fantasy <and> gardening. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like he's way ahead of me on this too. Holy cow! But I can keep. No, up. I got lucky. I got lucky, um, El Chapo. I was raised here on the concrete, and I played a lot of basketball. Played a lot of sports. And uh, I don't know if it's the emancipation of Michi or what, but I got down to the, what do you call the ATL again, Mr. Cabasa? The ADL. Yeah, I got down to the ADL and lived in the country. And I had an old-time neighbor, uh, we'll call him uh, Old Ray. And Old Ray was, uh, I don't know, looking at Old Ray, like a 70-year-old bachelor, I said, I have to get married one day because if this is what it's like, I don't want it. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, that's my, you know, that's my path, I guess. I still got time to break that, but. I still got time to break that. Yeah, I don't want that. Maybe so not. He show, you know, he showed me how to fix some small engines, how to work the Georgia clay. And I had a compost patch that you would be shocked how big this compost patch was, El Chapo. I mean, I knew a guy in the coffee vending business, and he used to come by with like 10 pounds of coffee grinds. Oh, and I'd sprinkle them on my yeah, garden. Yeah. And Georgia Georgia has that red clay that's hard to work in and very little topsoil. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I had to commence to make my own soil for a couple of years. And I grew everything, and it was fun. Yeah. I had a life-changing moment down there. Can I tell it to you? Yeah, but yeah, I I I forget you had the the Johnny the connection. No, that's all right. He kills his plants. He'll never understand. It, so we'll <laughs> he try does. and help him. He's killing them as we speak. As we speak, you know, you can spit on them once a week, Kabasa. So that's more water than you're giving them all. Come on. <laughs> I don't know how much water anyway. I'm supposed to give him. I give him one of the big glasses every once in a while. A couple times a week, put him in the sink, let it drain out, and put it back on the plate. Oh. Twice a month in the summer. Once a month at the first of the month in the fall and winter. And you can't kill them if you do just that. You can do more. You can do less. You don't want to do much more. Anyway, this changing moment, Mr. Cabasa, you appreciate this, El Chapo. I'm telling you something nice. All right. So I'm sitting there two or three later, two or three seasons later, and I can sell bushels of this and heirloom tomatoes and bushels of squash. And, you know, I can grow corn. I can grow Indian corn. I can grow... Man, what's that round vegetable that, that's green? What is it? Brussels sprouts. That's it. Brussels sprouts. Watching, watching Brussels sprouts grow is probably one of the coolest things you could possibly do. They yeah. are like a messed up looking plant to grow. And I love anyway, Brussels sprouts. This is my first year. We, we have uh, three plants. This is my first year that we're doing Brussels sprouts. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. How big are they now? Uh, they look like... Uh, just under the size of a golf ball. Ah, and they grow up the way they grow up on that stalk, man. That's fabulous. Yeah. And uh, anyway, you did you know this? That if you grow green peppers and red peppers, and you let them uh, 
you pull the whole plant up, root and all, when they're done, mm-hmm. you can kind of flatten out the top, stand them upside down, and make some a funky statue. <laughs> what? Crazy. <laughs> what? How did you discover that? You have, because I'm Missy and I was having fun. And Is this in Georgia? I, yes. Oh. And I've done it here. I've done it here, but. You know, so it's all the season's over. You're out there. You pull things up. Yeah. And you watch the way the roots are, and the roots are funny. You can kind of wet them. The only the pepper works this way, and um, you can wet the roots, kind of make it like your windblown hair, and clip a couple things off like a dinosaur or something. I put four or five of them around the house one time, and there were smart people around. They go, "What is this? This is lovely." I said, yeah, I should have spray painted it with, like, fuchsia, like, Krylon <laughs> paint. It would have been fabulous. But anyway, what I mean to say is I had a neighbor, and she said to me one time, I, this woman was fabulous, wonderful person. And she said, you know, Michi, you know, you know that it's not a feminine to grow flowers. And I said to her, Really? She said, yeah, you can grow enough with these tomatoes already. Can you put some roses and grow some flowers? And, she, and I said to her, quite quite honestly, I never thought about it. And uh, that changed my life because I started thinking about it there, El Chapo. It was beautiful. Yeah. So it led to the, what, bonsai vegetable, basically? Um, no, I still continue to do that. But I learned how to grow roses, you know. I learned uh, knowing about roses is kind of cool. Yeah. There's all kinds of roses. It's very hard to uh, get an old rose. People don't want them, uh, El Chapo. And why is that? Because they flower for such a short season, and then it's just greenery. People want, the, but they have such a wonderful aroma. The old roses, mm-hmm. it's fabulous, and. The idea that the new roses are big, they last all year, but most of them have no fragrance. And uh, a rose by any other name would have no smell. What the hell is kind of line is that from Shakespeare? No, 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 no. No. A rose by any any other name could not smell as sweet. Now, now we're talking about roses. Not the crap you're going to get for, uh, you know, whoever the wannabe girlfriend is next Valentine's Day there, Mr. Einstein. Edwin Moses supposes his toes as a roses. Can you say that three times fast? Edwin Moses supposes his toes as a roses. Edwin Moses supposes his toes as a roses. Edwin Moses supposes his toes are. Nailed it. Woo! How's that new mixing board look to you, El Chapo? Um, I has, was, I was. He kinda, hasn't seen it before. I, this I've, is his first I've been glimpse. blown away between yours and I's uh, gardening stuff, and then also seeing this incredible high-tech Yamaha mixing board. We are now officially in 2019. I'm to understand understand we're all supposed to step up to the table and make one Johnny Kielbasa the most famous man in America. (laughs) Together. We go together. Pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, this thing uh, is... It's impressive. He you needs... know, you got to you know, there are bands that are named after the guy. Yeah. And Van Halen, for instance. Michael Stanley. And then came Sammy, but 
And then King you know, Sammy. Sammy. You guys you guys can be Alex and Ed, and I'll be uh, the bass player. I don't care. It's all together. It's Michael all under Anthony. the Kibasa umbrella. <laughs> we, need, we need somebody on bass. <laughs> Tell you what. El Chapo, have you been listening to uh, Mishy's presidential uh, soapbox that it's been on? Oh, uh, uh, you can say no. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I wasn't aware. Let's put it that way. El Chapo doesn't listen to podcasts <laughs> that he's not on. Just like I don't listen to Mark Aram shows that I'm not on. El Chapo doesn't listen to <laughs> sausage hey, talks that he's not on. I'm, I'm like some of those actors. I don't even watch my own movies, you know. But I had no idea that you were doing that. And now I men, men. You two are so bleeping jaded. It's not funny. <laughs> I got people. I got people in Oslo. I got people in Red Hook. I got people in in New Jersey here listening to the Mark Aram program because you are on it, Mister Kilboss. Uh, hey man, he owes you a debt of gratitude. I figure if we can break into Saskatchewan and Gary, Indiana, we're, we're we're pretty much there. What if we get huge in Norway? Uh, dude, we're going over there and we're doing live shows. We're doing a Norwegian tour if we get huge over there. And we're opening a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oslo, Oslo and slow. Buenos Aires, that would be cool. Barbecue no with a Norwegian flair. And then Red Hook. We'll hit Red Hook on the way there and the way back. Leave out a Newark, Newark to uh, Oslo a, and round trip ticket. There's a pair of twins. Here's the story for you. <laughs> oh, you got the phone. There's a pair of twins I know out there in Red Hook who are just enamored with Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah, I can take calls now. You have somebody on the phone. Enamored. Right, so you phone. have, I would imagine Mr. Kilbasa has more of those type of people in his corner than Say Michi and or El Chapo. I don't know. I'm big in Vietnam, actually, for some reason. I don't know. I um, All I know is of Mr. Kilbasa that the picture I saw of him years ago doesn't look like him. Six foot four, <laughs> 290 pounds, and a big white beard. <laughs> white beard. Some, I wonder if that dude's still alive, and I wonder if he knows. It'd be nice to meet him. I'm, no, my my was, money's against it that he's not alive no, he, anymore. He was eaten by a bear, and the bear was not hungry after he ate that guy. That was a big man. Or he's just like one of those immortal hill people that can smoke three packs a day and drink a three fists of whiskey and just live forever. That's moonshine to me and you, young man. Little white lightning. I uh, I'm a big. I'm not a big fan. But I'm a fan of moonshine. It became popular over the last decade or so. TV shows and everything. What do you put in it? Or do you just drink it like you soak a soak a matchstick in it and <laughs> put it on your tongue? There is a, there is a uh, beer store, much like the food store. They're all the same to me. So there's a beer store around the corner. And uh, Uncle Walter's there. And Uncle Walter says, Mishy. I said, Uncle Walter, try this. And he handed me a uh, plastic court, and it wrote apple on top. I said, what do we got here? He said, we got some uh, locally distilled moonshine. Just got it. I said, really? This cost me 30 bucks in Atlanta in ATL, in a little, whatever the hell that name is. The ATL. You know, this cost me 30 bucks in Atlanta. He goes, what do you want? He goes, try it. Tell me what you think. 
I came home that evening. It was a football night. It was a Sunday night football night. And I said, you know, let me try some of this Apple stuff here. I had uh, three shots. I had to open every window in October because it's so, so hot in the house. Drank it. It was good. Drank it. It was good. Drank it. It was good. I drank it like that. And the the temperature in the house went up. So, yeah, moonshine's good. Moonshine's good. Yeah, that no apple problem. pie moonshine, that's a whole different world. I don't know why people decided to make moonshine apple pie moonshine, but. Got me a jar clear. Uh, I highly recommend it. Now, Mishy, let me ask you a question. Sure. <laughs> do you. Do you moonshine you say that you shouldn't keep vodka in the freezer can you keep moonshine in the freezer oh, it's right in the refrigerator just right everything in the refrigerator see el chapo mishy says that you're not supposed to put your spirits in the freezer you're supposed to put them in the refrigerator vodka vodka do you put vodka and in we the freezer? say that because the temperature change near freezing is not good for the vodka the temperature at um, at a refrigerated 48 degrees is better than the vodka that will not freeze, but is sitting. It kind of deconstructs the alcohol. It's not good. It's not good. It's not how it's done. In Mother Russia, we drink it quickly. All day, well, all no night, and then some. We are. Uh, El Chapo, I got some friends who enjoy their vodka. They're... Uh, they uh they come from a different country where vodka is water. Could be Poland, it could be the Ukraine, it could be wherever they're from. I don't know. The Eastern Bloc. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, beautiful. But they have this NASA sort of set up where there's this big bowl and you put ice in it. And they got these like test tube sort of looking things where you get like two shots of, of vodka in there. You pour it into the test tube and then you just put the test tubes on the ice and let them chill. And I'll tell you what, if we ever have a party, El Chapo, I will have that on the table. Anytime you want an ice cold vodka, sitting there ready for you, my friend. And then we'll go out in the garden for a little while, have some fun. Mucho vodka para mi en usted. Was that in English? Uh, that was a uh, slangy Russian Espanol. <laughs> oh, you see, I, I wasn't sure. You know, I thought it was me. I, I was, was reaching. I was reaching, bro. I was reaching. Spanction. I know just enough of each language to get me in a whole bunch of trouble. Vlasvidania. <laughs> get some. It's good. Vodka's good. Are you a vodka drinker or are you a beer drinker there, El Chapo? All the above. There you go. There you go. We, we there went you through go. A, a dive bomber period where we were doing cherry bombs and grape bombs. Back in the, when the old establishment was in town, we were doing a lot of those. Aye. Crawling out the door. Don't seem to be doing yes. as many. Belly up, comrades. <laughs> the bomber squadron is ready to fly I text for the motherland. Say, the, gold, the gold team approaching from the west, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like having a local drinking establishment. P -p Permission to drop ordinance. Drop them. Drop them hard. It's a beautiful thing. This hey, we're supposed to get some rain, vodka. Yes, have a little vodka and eat some pork. Always got to eat and drink there, kids. Everyone listening. Always got to eat while you drink. El Chapo doesn't subscribe to that theory. Well, El Chapo, you are a tough guy. What kind of tough guy are you? He doesn't want anything getting between the, the Coors Light 
and the Broadstream. I am basically a pacifist, but if you stand between me and the cooler, um, you're taking your life in your own hands. I see. But no, you know, no food in your system. It's just gotta have food. Food. Gotta have, you know, like this Fourth of July. You're gonna have a couple adult beverages. What are you gonna? What are you, El Chapo, going to have on your on your barbecue and/or dinner plate on July Fourth? I I may uh, indulge in a chili dog with some onion and cheese. And because I, and because I have a cast iron stomach, I'll probably throw some uh, kraut and horseradish on it just for fun. Mm. Wow, what kind of bun is that going to sit on, kid? I'm gonna go with the. Tell uh, us, Mr. Kilbasa. Tell us, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> split top, baby. Split, split top. Oh, peppers farm split top, yo. Peppers farm split top. What's is your there bun, any other? I went the Orlando Submariner bun. Ah. Oh, the Submariner bun. Get some. Do you cut it in half or do you hollow it out in the middle? Neither, neither, man. Hey, what would happen if the submarine bun met the hoagie and they had a fight? Hmm. The hoagie bun versus the submarine bun, what would happen? They'd make a little po' boy. First to split top to have a three-way or something. Gonna, What's going on here? I'm going you know. to flood the torpedoes and um, boom. <laughs> on like Donkey Kong. On like Donkey Kong. So, Mr. Kibasa, I have a, uh, a favor, please. Yeah. Because this is, this is for my friend El Chapo, who I love dearly, and I miss even even more so. Yeah. I have, um, I have, I'd like to get on my soapbox and um, um, give my appeal for El Chapo's vote in the next presidential election. Do you mind? Do you have any? Can I do this? Do you mind? Hold on, give me a second here. Oh, he's got to learn. There's a his, lot of buttons. He's got to learn his, his buttons, his, El Chapo. There's buttons. There's a lot of knobs and buttons and sliders here, and I'm not talking about the manwich sliders. No, but we are talking about buttons, though. And I will be talking about them shortly, too. You're coming in. Here you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Tonight. On the sausage show. A man who needs no introduction. Democracy in action. Thank you, Mr. Tabasa. Hello, America. This is is my third step on the soapbox, and I want to tell you why I want to be president of these here United States. America, there are too many buttons, and it's a problem. I had to press 47 buttons today to pay a bill, and it didn't work. You could say operator error, but that 47th button said send. It didn't work. America, there's too many buttons. Our security isn't the same. Our homes aren't the same. And we will do something about the problems with the button. America, there's a problem with the button right there. Security, get that young man the hell out of here, please. Let me hear that again. Good, good. Put a chokehold on him and get the hell out of here. All right, I'm back on my soapbox. Thank you. America, we need clean water. We need clean food. I've had a follow-up discussion with the newly minted graduate student mathematics major. 
we will have an update on why solar power and wind power will shut down every nuclear power plant in the United States, and Michi will get that done for you. People, we need clean water. We need to revamp the school. This week, this week, this week, we have worked very hard on a new infrastructure program. We're going to call it New Deal Part 3. They built the American highways in the 50s. They built the bridges in the 30s, 40s, and the 50s, and they're all falling down. America, we have jobs. We are going to rebuild the road systems. We are going to have clean water. We are going to keep the price of pork where it is. It doesn't hold the price of bacon. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, just the end. Hey, get that, get that guy the hell out of here. Will you please put him in another choke hold and get him out of here. America, you got to excuse us. You got to excuse us. We get a little uh, rushes here at the uh, soapbox counter. Ladies and gentlemen, Michi, the Proctor, Democracy in Action. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate it. We'll be back. And have those two clowns arrested. Please, please, please. Mr. Michi, will you kiss my baby? I'd be happy to kiss you. Think you want your baby kissing strange men now, do you, Miss? Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Please. What Democracy about you? See it action, everybody. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that's the thing, El, El Chapo. You see, there's too many buttons. There's too many. There's there's too many buttons, and there's not enough clean water. So. And there's not enough heirloom that. roses. And there's not an heir. Well. They're, they are old, they're called old world roses and heirloom tomatoes. <laughs> old world roses and heirloom tomatoes. Yeah, hey, do you, guys hear, do you guys hear the button beeping on my end, by the way? Can you hear that? The no, we've no. got we've got music beds drowning it out. Was somebody beeping in on you, or is somebody yeah. beeping on my end? It was Bill Murray calling again. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Oh, come on. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, I, I, I hit that button. I hit the button that says ignore. Oh, wait, he's it's calling third, me now. You ignored it's Bill the Murray? It's the third, yeah, he pissed me oh, off Oh, you're last a busy week. guy. You are a busy guy. He, he pissed me off last week. You got him again? Oh, hey, hello, Mr. Murray. Hey, hey, listen, I think I talked to Hold on, hold on. Uh, Mishy, can you stand by for Bill Murray? I'd be happy to. Be happy to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's right. Okay. Uh, don't, don't, don't keep me waiting around. I got him off. Okay. Where's that goddamn Mishy? Mish, whatever his name is. I don't... This is Mishy right here. I want this time. I want my fifty fucking dollars, you cheap bastard! I beat you in golf. I want my money. Okay. You can ignore me. You can run and hide. As a matter of fact, now it's a hundred dollars. I'm all right. Okay, Nobody I mean, cares about me. Just double, 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 double or nothing. Double nothing. Pebble Hill. Pebble Hill. Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Kibasa has the private plane. I can be there in twenty-four hours. Let's play. Let's play uh, July fourth morning. Winner, but winner gets all the hot dogs they want all day long. And then I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna go down. We're gonna go down to the Nathan's uh, hot dog eating contest. We're gonna go over under on Joey Chestnut for all the marbles. Uh, can we watch it on? Can we watch it on TV and still golf in California? No, you want to come to the East Coast? We gotta go live. Pebbles Wayside is just down the road. The river, about 20 miles. Uh, this, there you go. There you go. 
You still up there? You still got the house? Yeah, I, I, I can take it, hop in a boat and be down there by 1030. I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'll tell you what you do. You got you got Blackfish right up there. You got Blackfish course near your house. You've played it. Are you a member? I'm a member. They paid me to be a member. I didn't even have to pay. They paid Bill Burry to be there. Yeah, All right, text, text, Bill, text me the time. We'll go double or nothing. Bill Burry is paid for a round of golf since Caddyshack came out. Come on. I, I certainly know you don't pay when you lose. I got that, you. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. I'm sorry, Bill. You're gonna if all the fees are covered and all those things are good, man. Maybe I should let you win. Maybe make it quick, make it quick. Come on. All right, we got it, Bill. I'll see you. Uh, we'll play on the fourth or the fifth. What do you want to do? We'll play. No, we're playing. We're playing on the fourth, and we're going. We're going to the hot dog eating contest, and then oh, I'm going to the where I found you. All right. Well, all right. Now. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Regards at home. Wow. You just okay. put a smackdown on Bill Murray. Wow. All right. Well, live on the sausage hut. Bill's a tough guy sometimes. And Mr. Kibasa, you back with us? Uh, I hear the phone hanging up. Hey, guys. Mr. Uh, Kibasa. Yeah, I was just uh, I hope, uh, I, real quick. I hope, uh, I hope it wasn't too mean. And I think we got somewhere with Mr. Murray this time. You know. Yeah, I don't know what, what's up his ass, but. Uh, you know what? You know what it is? He play, Like you said, he plays that card. All right, so we're going to see Bill on the fourth. We'll put him on Instagram. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll send him, you know, put a eight by ten glossy photo signed by Randy Mantooth and somebody else, and we'll send it to whoever wants one. Guess my golf score: sixteen holes, eighteen holes, even. I got you, Mitchie. I'm gonna make that Chevy Chase noise. That's the one. Let's try it again. You ready on three? You go first. One, two. Hey, what was that guy's name? Ted Baxter? There you go. Ted Baxter? No, Ted that was Knight. Ed, Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Is a classic be movie. Be America? Well, let's ask America a question. Is there any more Americana movie that you would really watch on July 4th than Caddyshack? Let's, let's get Bill a couple dollars and everyone go get on to whatever their rental machine is and everyone should watch a little bit of Caddyshack this, this holiday week. What do you say, man? Sounds good. I'd say we're gonna get a I will ton make, of marathons. I will make my girlfriend watch Caddyshack tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's it. That is one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever heard. Very well done, Mitchie. That's gonna be you a, know. That's gonna be a tough sell. That's gonna be a tough sell for El Chapo's girlfriend. She'll make it about fifteen minutes, and then she'll be like, "Eh." Uh, yeah, you know. So I was talking to Champ Hex the other day, uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, and uh, sorted other players into place. And uh, Hexy was uh, on holiday in South Florida at a beach, right? Not at a beach, at a pool. Some resort was at a pool. And everyone was out of the pool. It was 1030. He had his fucking Hex. is amazing. He walks to the pool with a martini in his hand in one of them Yeti cups, and people think he's drinking juice. He's got like 16 ounces of martini in that cup. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. So he's going he's down to the pool. He told me a story just the other day, I actually said, and no one's in the pool and he's got the Ray-Bans on looking mean, you know, he, he works on the guns, you know, he does that kibasa kettlebell and without the tutu. Uh, he does a tutu. bucket of concrete up a, up the hill. It's not, this is different. 
It's no different than a kettlebell, is it? No, I'm, I'm, no. But he would probably be offended by the, the term kettlebell if he was, you know, he's doing a man's yeah. thing. Yeah, and he is. And he is drinking, and he is drinking martinis at ten thirty in the morning, going to strange pools in South Florida. So anyway, and no one's in the pool, El Chapo, and El Chapo, he's walking around. I said, "People, what's the matter? Why is no one in the pool? Kid, get in the pool." <laughs> Mommy said, "I can't get in the pool." He's saying, "Bullshit, get in the pool, kid." He kicks the kid in the pool. Mom gets very upset. What are you upset about? The kid should be in the pool playing. Mama said, "Look in the corner over there." So he looks in the corner and, said, and he says, so? He says, it's a used tampon in the pool and you oh. kicked my kid in the tampon. You oh. kicked my kid in the pool. And this is, this, this is, this is the great, greatness that is Champ X. He put his hand in the pool, picked it up, and said, you see that flower in the tree right up there? It's red. Just like this flower that fell into the pool. It was one of them hibiscus that oh, closed up. Oh, man. And, and he said he took a drink. He, he, took, a, he took a sip out of his, uh, his little cocktail there and said, now everybody in the pool. And that's X. And they all jumped in the pool. True story. I'll believe True story it. just happened. I believe it. Mitchie says so. I believe it. <laughs> it's exactly right. You know, there may be some... Uh, no, there isn't. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. There is no exaggeration. <laughs> did you say Cleveland Browns? I did indeed. Ha- hashtag Cleveland Browns. Whoa. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's going on? There? I've been told. Um, yeah, I had a vision, El Chapo, okay. and it doesn't matter. I've been. I, I said to myself, I was not going to talk fantasy football Here until I. Until I um, went through the schedule and could speak knowledgeably about each of the four quarters of the season, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, go and ahead. Then I, and then I and then I said to myself, "Well, I can do that, but I can still talk about hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns." And I caught a lot of hell last week there, El Chapo, because I said on this here program, yes, that Yinzers down in Pittsburgh are in for their worst season in 20 years. The Yinzers over in Pittsburgh are going to get their coach fired because he can't cope, Mr. Tomlin, good night. The Yinzers and Big Ben are going to announce their retirement, and he's going to retire a year too late. Pittsburgh Steelers are in big trouble, America. And hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. Can I get some of that groovy music, Mr. Kilboss? That's it. Sweet. Sweet. Life on the farm never did me no harm. Nothing like a country boy that you can't act. Early to rise, early in the sack. Thank God I'm a pretty bad fan. Baker Mayfield handing off the chub, throwing the ball to Odell. Ain't the kind of love. Defense gets another turnover. Oh, there we go. 14 nothing, Cleveland. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> and that's all I got for fantasy football. There's People are hating on the Cleveland AFC North Weekly here in the that's Sausage Hut. Every is, week until my the end of time. fantasy football report right there. <laughs> you know, I got a gold star allegedly on my forehead because I listened to all the crap about game of monkeys whatever the fuck he was watching <laughs> and and i listened to the whole you know snossage breakdown and the only thing i ever got was 
I, I when they did the sausage minute on like Game of Thrones, Game of Monkeys, whatever, and uh, that's the only time I ever like followed it, and that's that's all, that's all, that's all I want to say. You got the rest of your life to watch it. That's but I, yeah, but I got you know I got the gold star on my forehead. So tell me, Mister uh, El Chapo, <laughs> what are you? What kind of hot dog are you gonna have on Fourth of July? Now I told you I'm I'm gonna get the uh, Orlando hoagie bun. I'm gonna slather it in chili sauce, onion, cheddar cheese, some horseradish, and then I'm gonna throw a Nathan's or a Nathan's. or I'm gonna, or if I don't do the Nathan's, I'm just gonna throw on a Polish brat kielbasa. There you go. There you go. And I want some brown think, mustard on it too. I figured with all those condiments on there, you might be having like a vegan dog or something to hide the, the taste yeah, of the veganness. Yeah, I just I want everything. Everything. What about nice. you? What about you? I bought some uh, bratwurst here this evening, and those in the, those who were in line with me at the food store, basically everyone listening right now. And you're gonna they, throw uh, on a Pepperidge Farm split top? Is that what I heard you say? That was the. Oh, it's was... uh the Pepperidge Farms uh that uh the cake with the chocolate icing and like the yellow cake inside. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, put a couple candles on there, call it John call it Missy's birthday. Please. For he is a jolly good fellow, for he is a jolly good pasta. <laughs> Damn it, Missy, you pissed Bill Murray off again. And I still want some cake. <laughs> you gonna you want to piss Murray off and have your cake too? Mitch, are you I, gonna I, I, boil those brats in beer before you you cook them, or are you just going straight brats, onto the brats? Uh, straight onto the cast iron. I um I'm gonna replace uh, the usual cooking sausage method of water in there with some beer in there, and you take some you sip some beer and you pour the rest in the in the thing. Yep, you gotta cook them in beer. It smells bad. I don't like the smell of cooking with beer, but it's how it's done. So that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, it does kind of smell funky. Yeah, you know, but that's the nature of it. And uh, I will adapt on July 4th. Men, do you put flags in front of your house on July 4th? I thought you were going to crack out. Oh, say, can you see right there? Oh, say, can you see with the kielbasa inside some really good things to eat? Talking on the podcast tonight. Thank you, thank you very much. Seriously, fellas, you gonna put a flag? You put your flag out on holidays out there at your dad's house or anything like that? You the, guys, what do you do? The flag's always out at dad's house. Nice, nice, nice. I put one out. I put one out. The rule of the uh, neighborhood here is you put it out on Sundays. I don't know why. Maybe because you're home. It's I don't the know. Lord's Day. And you put and you put one out and you put your flag out on a holiday. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. One of the greatest songs ever. Me and the flying one, who I'm not sure if you've met Mr. Uh, El Chapo. But me and the flying one were down in, what's the name of the ATL again? The ADL. The ADL. 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 I'll get it right uh, one of these nights. Just say the number 80 and then O. O. Right. Oh, that's easy to remember. Right ADL. Right in your ADL. Right in your ADL. ADL. That is easy to remember. So we were, we were in some lovely uh, drinking establishment one night. And they somehow had the Braves game on, and they were brought. They would broadcast the national anthem back in the day, and that's tremendous. It's like, you know, it's just tremendous to me. And we were having fun, so we stood up as if we were in the Yankee Stadium or Dodger Stadium. It depends. 
And there was an old timer dressed like some some Beauregard Clifton looking old timer, and he had his you know sachet sort of tie on. He said, "You boys are being very disrespectful." I said, "It's the national anthem, and it's just sometimes what we do." I will not yell and cheer at the end of it like we do in Yankee Stadium. I understand that that's not decorum in the rest of the country. And he looked at me and was not happy at all. Looked at Monkey and said, not happy at all. Me and him looked at each other, and we continued to hum along with the rest of the national anthem and sing the last few words. His mother, Bleeper, looked at us and said, that's completely disrespectful. And I gave him a flock of birds and told him to go home. (laughs) Now, for those of you uninitiated, if you give someone the bird with your one hand, well, that's the bird. You give someone a double-decker bird with two hands, well, that's a flock of birds. That's like five on rock. Yeah, man, that, that'll get your attention if you're uh, a genteel person making fun of the big knucklehead drinking beer at the bar watching baseball. I hate to yeah. say it, that's, that's a Bill Murray move. Yeah, well, there's a reason why we're friends. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You guys do go back. There's, a, you know, as we said, um, you know, last week, you know, I love them, I hate them, but I'm never ambiguous about them. And that's basically all you can ask for in your friends. And you guys were roommates at Cornell, is that right? No, 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 no. Oh, that's a rumor. He was, he, uh, that was he grad was school. He was, yeah, he was, he was boys with a, a person I refer to as the Almighty, and they, they, they got along real well, and I was introduced that way. And he was a philosophy major, and you were what, what poli sci or something? No, I was, you know, I, I've kind of played that John Belushi role in Animal House, basically. Yeah, I was there for the girls in the party in class. What? But you, Mr. Mishy, you did your grade point average. Mr. Mishy, your GPA is point nine three. I said I only went to two classes. <sighs> Good times. Nightmare, nightmare. Everyone's taking their final exams, and finally I realize, oh my God, I haven't gone to a class all semester. I didn't even know what buildings my classes were in. And but I you're said, not, you're not fat and stupid. So how how did you go through life? Then in uh, or what? I um I, I continue to learn. Continue to learn. No, I just it's I seem to I have a I don't know I enjoy learning. Learning is fundamental. Dun dun dun. dun. But no, I I didn't enjoy college whatsoever. No, that's after that semester I got on a, I landed in London and came back like two years later. <laughs> Get my education elsewhere. Heathrow. Screw that. School of hard knocks. On the Screw mean that. streets, in the badlands, you got to live it you every see, day. Let the see, broken heart see. stand. That's, That's what the I'm price you got to pay, man. That sounds. That sounds like that could be a pop song there. Keep uh, pushing until it's man. understood in these badlands. Start, Start treating you good, yeah, baby. Oh, 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 oh. Now, in 1977, New Jersey was in love with born Mr. Bruce Springsteen. And by 1977, I was just sick and tired of him. That's when you switched to Bon Jovi? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hell, my God, no. No, no. By the time the 1980s along, came along, El Chapo, I had been through a boatload of music, and I was not stepping into hair bands at all. I was listening in the early 80s, I would say, probably more to Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys wow. than, I was listening, than I was listening to pop music. You know, you 2 were okay. The Police for a couple years were okay. Talking Heads were kind of cool. Clash were okay till 1980. 
and assorted other things. But that MTV stuff, and I've said this here, I think once or twice, that MTV stuff did not appeal to me or whatever. Really? No lie, America. No lie, man. No lie. You heard it here on the Sausage Hunt. That's it. Missy once picked a girlfriend out based on that she was a church organist about my age. I'm and she's still you. known as Missy's girlfriend. Missy's organist. Oh my god. <laughs> she got a Missy's organ. Oh, yeah. It's a family show, ladies and gentlemen. Easy. Easy. No, she did. Well, lovely. But the thing is, it was a lovely person to play an incredibly hard instrument. She was fun. Let's go out for coffee and hang out. That's about it. You love first, make deals later. You know, you know, you know, it's always nice to step into the halls every once in a while that they don't shake and you're still invited in. That's good. It's good. And like if Mr. Einstein, Mr. Cabasi over there walked into a church, you know what would happen. Oh my goodness. The Virgin Mary, his eyes would start to bleed. Cabasi's here! The yeah. course of history has been changed. <laughs> <laughs> The course of history has been changed. You see, feel the power you have there, Mr. Cabasa. Wow. He doesn't even notice. I think I think he's missing messing with the buttons again on that board. Yeah, there. he's all about the buttons, brah. Oh, there's too many buttons. I'm telling you. He got you the know? new Mexican board and accessories. You, you couldn't hear the organ solo that I was lathering oh, it up with. I, 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 can't, I can't. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Oh man. I don't know. No. Somehow we got to be able to make. I, I don't know what wire we need to make. I don't know if we can do it. I don't know, but I can do it. You can. You can do it. Is that the way the line goes? You can do it. Misha, you're gonna. You're gonna have to listen to yourself all over again with all the enhancements that he's doing. He does. He do does. You know. <laughs> I you was know. A student I won't. Game. But you will. Do you know. Misha has a, a continuous improvement plan. I do plays for everything in his life, and that's one of the things he does. I appreciate it, that. It's 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 you know it's what they don't teach you in college that you need to learn. You know what I'm saying? Continuous. You can't walk. Well, you can't. You can't be 22 years old and know everything. It's impossible. And yet we all like to think we do. It's remarkable. They teach you how to be creative and think for yourself, but they don't teach you business 101. I walked into one of my first classes in a freshman El Chapo, and they said, what do you want out of college? I said, I want to learn how to think. And they looked at me like, oh, my God, it's got one eye and it's closed. <sighs> you know, well, you proved them to... wrong. You're growing heirloom tomatoes in your backyard now. Oh, yes. They can oh, yeah. go to hell. Oh, yeah, I'll give you one more, El Chapo. I have a friend of mine going through a tough time. I played, uh, you know, Mishy the Shrink. Right. Right. And he told me a couple of weeks later, he goes, you know, you were telling me things I've paid therapists thousands of dollars for and they won't say to me. And I feel much better right now. I said, that's why Mishy's Mishy. And that's why Mishy's still paying on student loans because he learned that. You know how much a credit was for college when yours truly uh, should have never walked in, but walked in anyway? A bushel. $82 a credit. That's a bushel of heirloom tomatoes. That is two bushels. Tools. See, I got, I can cipher. I got math skills. Damn. But you yeah. know, you know, you learn in life. You know, it's important to get an education. It's you very live, important to learn how to think. You learn. Yeah, that's it. There's another pop song in there somewhere. <laughs> 
You live, you learn, you get invited to the sausage hut. You got a thousand spoons, but all you need is a mishy. <laughs> there is no question. There is no question. You know, and it's not that, you know, there's no chance I know everything. I don't want to know everything, nor do I want anyone to necessarily be like me. Yeah. The more you know, However, the less you know. That's what they say. I thought Kamala uh, had wisdom, but not like Mishy. I thought it was the more things you get, the more you want, and you just trade one thing in for another. Something and like then, that. And then your life is all, be, you know, try to make your life so easy, you just get fat old and die. Fish on a pole. Oh. Never, never appealed to me. Never appealed to me. What, fat or dying? No, growing old like a and dying like a fish on a pole because I had to play by someone else's rules. Fuck that. No. Fuck. There's only one subscription for me, El Chapo. America, I suggest you follow along. Sports Illustrated. Just, Hustler. Ah, Swimsuit issue. The sausage hot boys. The <laughs> yeah! sausage hot. No brainer. No brainer. <laughs> and no brains. No headaches. You know, people would say that, but I'd rather have a headache. I'd rather have a, I've, I've seen enough basic people and vacant people to say I'd rather have a headache. That's just me. I'm okay, the person you. who... You're glutton you for know, punishment, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> truth, remember this, America. Remember this, El Chapo. The truth is not supposed to hurt. And if it does, that's the problem. But it's and the problem is generally with you. Truth's not supposed to hurt. Truth's supposed to be the truth. Truth sets you free. But it's, no. it's painful for stupid people, though. Well, you know, that's why when I mentioned earlier about the roads project that, that my administration will put in and will rebuild the infrastructure, that's for them, El Chapo. And you could say, well, that's bigoted and that's prejudice and that's self-whatever and la, la, la. It's not. Not everyone is built to wear a white button-down collar and go to work every day. But people don't need to work at Burger King when they're 58 years old either. That's what that's what I got in front of me, man. Shit. I'll be lucky if I get Burger King. I'll probably have to settle for Burger Queen or something. Oh no, no, no. Oslo and slow. We're gonna have <laughs> we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have reindeer barbecue with honey mustard coleslaw somewhere outside of Sounds outside great. of Barbecue Norway. Delicious and for four days. Oh, oh, oh. You know what's funny, El, uh, El Chapo? What's that? There's a rumor that Mr. Kibasa doesn't cook at all, and he just eats like takeout. Is this true? You know, I I don't want to go on record, but um, <laughs> I know I know when I've got that Domino's rolling out to my place, he's all about it, <laughs> and he never. And even though I might have an onion or a green pepper in the fridge, he never offers to chop one up. So I'm gonna leave it at that. And then, and then I'll ask you: Are you eating that? You gonna finish that? You gonna? I kind of like the crust. Can I dip <laughs> the crust in some of that extra honey mustard over you there? Like you like that yeah. mango habanero sweet sauce? You get a thin crust pizza, man. You can eat a whole. You can eat one a whole one of those without even thinking about it. Oh yes. Oh yes. They're good. They're good. Gotta give credit I'm not, to Domino's. I may be ten pounds overweight, and I may have a prodigious appetite. And all in all, tell you what, you get an LP, you're gonna eat an LP. LP America is a large pie. 
Well, and... I thought that was a large pepperoni. No, LP, large pie. Large we would walk pie. into the uh, local pizzeria and say, we want an LP and a 2L in our own language. And they would know to bring us a two-liter thing of Coca-Cola with some ice and make us a large pie. No Coke, Pepsi. And, and when, no they, Coke. when you said pie, they knew what to put on it? You didn't have to specify? No. You didn't. You know, in the 1950s, you would say a large pie it would be a tomato pie, a focaccia, as they now call it. And that would just have... That would just have the tomatoes on it. Maters, as they say, if you have no teeth in the South. Maters. That's the one. Maters and taters. And eventually, they started putting the shredded cheese on it. It wasn't the way it started out. No. It was the growth. Put some cheese on that pie. And then it became a hit. Then it became a hit. It's amazing. It's really a hit. I almost stopped for some fast food this week, boys. Almost. almost where? Uh, almost. Um, I was driving past the Wendy's, and I had I had my hunger on it. I was thinking, what would Mr. Kielbasa get? And I just kept driving. I just thought about it, really. I just kept driving. It was good. It was good. It was a good thought. What is Kibasa talking about in the in the fast food minute? And see if I could guess and maybe pull something out. But it didn't happen. Well, what would you have gotten? I would have got a single, mm. and probably um, some French fries. Good move. But I haven't I haven't been in Wendy's in five years. I think maybe maybe five years. I don't know if I've eaten fast food yet this year. It's and it's July. I'm doing good. What about you, Kibasa? I'd go. Tell me the, I'd go Baconator Chili Frosty. That sounds pretty. Chili Frosty sounds nice now that it's summertime. You put dump the chili on the Baconator and dump the Frosty. You know, save it for later. In your mouth. Yeah. That's beautiful. What about you, El Chapo? For fast food. Fast food for five hundred, wink. Question: What is oh, El Chapo's I just, ha- I, ju- I just had it. Place. This is a no-brainer. I just had it. It's the Burger King King Ranch. Two Ranch. patties, two slices of cheese, and a chicken breast with barbecue sauce. Bleah. It is like a cookout coming out your mama's back door. <laughs> Woo! Well, wow. so you put this chicken. And two things of beef on this thing? And cheese and barbecue and sauce. And is this the only thing you eat for like three days, or do you have something else eventually? This burger is... Uh, sandwich is so big, it, it lasted me breakfast, lunch, and part of dinner. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's something you do on the weekends for the food coma that's coming up? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Hey, what's up with El Chapo? He's in a food coma. Oh, the chicken burger thing at Burger King. I got it. Yeah, Bill Murray can't get my attention when I'm doing that. Bill Murray. (laughs) Foo-foo, Bill Murray eats green leafy vegetables. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I one time asked Bill Murray about Dan Aykroyd. He was pissed. Talk to me about him. I said, I want to meet him. 
you know, you guys, your friends, my friends are your friends, your friends are my friends. Some of them, I want to meet Dan Aykroyd. I didn't tell him I wanted to see if his wife looked as good in person as she did in, on TV. Oh, man. And, and he wouldn't do it. I think that's why people ask him about it all the time. When you talk to him again, Kabbalah, ask him about Dan Aykroyd. Is Aykroyd going to be in the new Ghostbusters? I don't know. Is there going to be a new Ghostbusters? I heard there's going to be another Ghostbusters. They have to make up for the last one. They oh, uh, everybody. What happened in the, the last one? Oh, the girl Ghostbusters. Everybody gave him a hard the time girls about. I didn't even see it, but why? I don't know why everybody gave him a hard time about it. Couldn't have been that bad. Ghostbusters that wasn't bad. that good. Well, that depends how you felt about Annie Potts. Well, yeah. You know, if you were a big fan, you would say, "Hey, I like the girl in glasses. Smart looking girl." <laughs> if you think I'm talking on you on my body, come on, baby, me. And I was accused of stereotypes. <laughs> and I was accused of stereotypes. We quoted Rod Stewart on the Sausage Hut last week, and Whoa. the whole quote didn't come through because the buttons weren't working at the at at at, at through the whole buttons. Know, the buttons weren't working, so. You want to hear what Mr. Stewart said, why it was very cool? It's in the form of a question, and I just gave away the answer. El Chapo, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, we'll take famous phrases for 500, Wink. Famous phrases. Marriage is not meant to be a lifetime. In the dark ages, when you live to 30, sure, it's 1980, and I'm just not in love with her anymore. Who said that? Rod Stewart? Ben Franklin? Or Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I'll take Rod Stewart for five hundred. Oh no, that was the all right, wait, wait, all right. Uh, is that your answer, sir? In the form of a question, who is Rod Stewart? Uh, correct. See, Mr. Stewart realized. And same thing about being a young person. What you think you know at age twenty-two, and who you are at age twenty-two, is a whole different beastie of who you're going to be in when you're forty-four. And we don't often understand that. We get ourselves in some problems with that. But Rod Stewart understood. Honey, here's the money. Here's the car. Here's the house. I'm taking this year's model. Next. Mick, Terrible, J- Mick, Jagger, Mick Jagger said a similar thing. He was in his 20s. He goes, I hope I'm not 40 singing. I can't get no satisfaction. And now he's, what, almost 80 still singing it. That, so, was, yeah. Keith, that, was, that was like Keith Richards even. And it was uh, very true. It was very true. But... The idea of staying, you know, staying with one woman for life when you be 100 years old, I hope that happens for you. I know it happened from one of my grandparents, and it was very cool. But for most of us, no way. No way. <laughs> and you got and you got to and you got to be okay with that. You got to be mature about yeah. it. Grown-up sports. Grown-up sports. What's a grown-up sport? Well, Come on over. The door's unlocked. The bathtub has got uh, ready in bubbles, and I'll beat you in there. That's <laughs> the a grown-up sport. The bathtub got bubbles and such in there, and I'll meet you in there. The door's unlocked. All right. Grandpa sports. Yay. <laughs> grown-up sports. Yeah. Grown-up sports. You buy something. You say we're cooking a meal together. You start stealing some kisses. All of a yeah, sudden, the water's yeah. boiled, and, and you got nothing. <laughs> oh, no. I know, I know. There's, I, oh, when I hear that one, you know what you get? What you get? You're going home. Get out. 
You're responsible for the mold growing in Kabasa's house. Well, for some real loving, young man can grow some some house plants. Knows yeah. how to treat things. Some, Knows how to treat things nice. That's called some boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom. Sounds like a man who's about to get married, don't you think, Mr. Kibasa? I hope not. No, <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Never. Come on, Kibasa. We'll go to his wedding. No, we'll take him out the night before and not bring him to his wedding. Yeah. You'll never be heard from again. Shell Chapo, wake up. Where are we? Toronto. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm too hungover to get across the border, which is pretty typical for me. So, Mitchie, you're driving. And we took your ID and your passport, your stand. Mm-hmm. Hey, somebody's home. Isn't it lovely when you got neighbors who beep the horn when they pull up in their driveway? It's far better than the people who have to listen to the last chorus of like a Bon Jovi song before they get out of the car. You were born to be my baby, and baby, I was made to be your own. What's odd is that you even know a Bon Jovi song. I, America? I watched MTV every day for like 20 years. It's in my head whether I want it to be or not. It sucks. Your love is like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I know. We're going to hold on to what we got. Because what we got is not enough, but it's enough enough. And Mitchie, hello, tomatoes. <laughs> Only in New Jersey, fellas. Only in New Jersey. Do Joy like that come Joy from? Slippery when wet. <laughs> what do you mean by that there, Mr. Einstein? I mean, that's what, wasn't that Bon Jovi's biggest album? I wasn't listening, but yeah, that sounds like. <laughs> I wasn't that, listening. <laughs> he was that listening to the right. cramps. Um, pick a year, and I'll tell you what I was listening to. Go ahead. Eighty-seven. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Eighty-eight. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Ninety-one. Neil Young, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Stevie Ray Vaughan was about no. Stevie Ray Vaughan just passed. Yeah. So. I was listening. I was probably just listening to In Step and Live Alive over and over again. But I was listening to those other bands as well, and Van Halen, of course. And you weren't listening to Yaz? No, but I was listening to Van Halen. Yaz was from 1982 and 83, much earlier. That's when the uh, you were upstairs at Eric's. Um, no, we used to go to nightclubs looking for girls, and they would play all that foo foo stuff. Man, I gotta listen to Daypesh Mode. Daypesh Mode. <laughs> Your own personal Mitchy. I dated a girl. She was a big Daypesh Mode fan, and it, she sang my own. She, that was what she sang to me. My own personal Mitchy. Your own personal <laughs> Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least I was in time. It was like 1985, and El Chapo's singing his own personal Missy and Johnny Cash version from like 40 years later, man. What's up with that? All right. We're going to put the spotlight. We're going to finish it like we always do here. One question and one question each? No. No, that's not how we finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's 4th of July, fellas. I hope everyone from has a sausage okay. holiday. Okay, but and by, by holiday. The, hold on a second. By, the, by how we finish it up here, I'm going to mean, Missy, hold on. 
Hold on. Okay. Got to press the buttons. Oh, he uh, pressing. We, we gotta, we're going to do, we're gonna do a little ch- El Chapo spotlight here. So. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's about time. Don't you think El Chapo? From the Sausage Shop, I'm El Chapo, and this is the Cholesterol Report. Recently, Mitchie has commentated on presidential debates. I asked Esperts, Esperts, and Mitchie himself what he believes his expertise is on the presidential debates. Mitchie, you, you've been things. following politics since the day you were born. Yes. What do you believe the message should be to the American people now? American people, we need clean water, better jobs, better transportation, better schools, and far, far, far fewer buttons, and we'll all have a better Some life. Some detractors believe that Mitchie is not with the heartbeat of America. I asked <laughs> Professor of Brandeis University. Why you here? Why you come here? What you ask me? About Mitchie and his political prerogatives. Oh, yes, 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 Mitchie. Very good, very good. He, he like soapbox, oh, soapbox, Mitchie, soapbox. It's a soapbox that apparently everyone says Professor Mitchie likes to stand on. That's what he say. <laughs> yes, that's very good. I asked Mitchie himself, is this true? Are soapboxes important? They are incredibly important. I stand on a soapbox. I walk in five foot eight, and I'm standing up six foot ten. Soapboxes are incredibly important. Mine has my logo on it. Logo and salsa and the sausage hot logo on it. I'm El Chapo, and this is the cholesterol report. Here's what else you need to know. It is suspected that Mitchie has been growing heirloom tomatoes inside his soapbox when he's not standing on it. In our next episode, I will ask Mitchie why heirloom tomatoes are growing out of his soapbox. Here is a preview to his answer. They gotta grow somewhere. It is almost the 4th of July, and heirloom tomatoes are growing out your mama's back door. There we go. All right, guys, we're going to ride off into the sunset on that note. Mishy? Thank you. Great to see you as always. Thank you very much. El Chapo, fabulous, brother. Fabulous. Fabulous. Hope to see you again. We shall talk fantasy yeah, you football. That, you want? Well, we'll talk about that next time. But you want that eight by ten glossy photo of Randy Mantooth or Bill Murray? Randy Mantooth. Can you get it autographed? Yes. Okay, I want that one. The Randy Mantooth autograph. Yeah. All right, Bill Murray would be disappointed, but that's the way it goes. That's, well, that's you, guys, you, got, you guys can hammer that out. I'd... Mm, mm, mm. I want it on a check for a hundred dollars. If that's gonna have to own me because I'm gonna kick his butt playing golf. Thank you. Anyway, on that note, thank you, Mr. Kilbasa. Appreciate you. Thank you, uh, Mr. El Chapo. Thank you. Happy Reggie. gardening. Happy gardening, man. Absolutely. Enjoy the heck out of it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, fellas. Happy Fourth of July, America. Happy Fourth of July, El Chapo. 
Thanks for coming. Miss you. Thanks for coming. Sure. Catch us all on Twitter and Instagram. Catch me on the Mark Aram Show. Catch me lighting bottle rockets off straight into the driest part of your wheat field. Straight into that big pile of mowed grass that's dry as a bone. Ready to ignite. Catch me cooking hot dogs inside because I don't like to go outside. Catch me toasting up some bread on the griddle and watching everything on the TV. Check Missy being toasted. El Chapo, I wish you the same happy uh, state of affairs when you're over here. Happy Stars and Stripes Day. America, this, this, this holiday weekend for us. Enjoy it. Yes. Thanks, guys. And catch us all in an apple pie eating contest Woo. right outside. You guys are toast. Yo, mama's back. Door. America forever. And we're clear.